0: finale episodes we are here with miss Sharonisa Williams super excited I have loved you for like a year and a half now (laughs) I'm so excited to have you on the podcast so you are a business consultant tell us all about your entrepreneurial journey and what inspired you to start your business
1: Wow! So, hello everyone, and thank you so much. I feel the love is so appreciated, and it's right back at you. Um, it's amazing how connections online, even though not in person, can still bring out the joy in folks and still want you to be connected. So, thank you for that. I, I started my entrepreneur journey. Who I don't know, maybe ten years ago, and it really started out of a love that really grew out of my vocation. So by trade, I was writing business plans for folks. And then people started to hear and they're like, oh, can you write me a business plan? I'm like, yeah. And I wasn't really thinking about it. Yeah. but I started writing for folks. And even before that, my clients that I helped start a business, they were struggling. So that's where the life coaching piece comes from because mm-hmm. a lot of times when people are starting a business, a lot of coaches miss the mindset issues and the deep seated trauma and wounding that folks have had that they carry on with them when they start a business. So all of those things I put together or God put together, I don't know, cause I'm really not that smart. And that's what I do. Like I like take responsibility for it, but I'm well, aware the Holy Spirit is way smarter than me (laughs) um so (laughs) that was my um the start and so I started and stopped and started and stopped had life and all the things in between to get to this place where I am today just really helping people create their legacy whatever that means for them and I specialize in helping moms do that because we have so many things that we do so many times we're living and working for others but you were given breath and life to do the things that god desires for you to do for you as well
0: wait a minute wait a minute wait a
1: minute, wait a minute. okay
0: that was so good okay you said a lot of women are working and their moms but you were given breath and life to do what it is that god made you to do that part, i think that we get so caught up in survival mode Yes. and grocery shopping yes. and homework and doing all the things that we are too busy surviving and forget that there's an actual purpose for our existence. And that was so eloquently put and it was such a beautiful mm-hmm. reminder. I, I hope that it's such everybody listening and watching as much as it did me, because I think that a lot of people forget that. I love that you do mindset because it all starts with mindset but i'm with my business practice i'm more strategic mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you would i think be one of the people that i send a client to i had like to deal with a client in a certain space cognitively mm-hmm. where they've mm-hmm. kind of done the mindset stuff mm-hmm. and they've done the introspection and and they've got to a certain cognitive level where they're just ready to execute mm-hmm. but you're like let me let me get you this business plan mm-hmm. hold your hand let's unpack some things yes because There there is something that I didn't realize until I got into entrepreneurial shit is that you have to do so much mental work and so much evaluation of your triggers to realize what it is that is holding you back because there's no one else to blame. Mm -mm, mm -mm. If you're working for a job, you can point the finger at your boss and say, they did this to make me react in this way and I quit but when you're entrepreneur you say oh why why did that just make me feel some type of way what's Mm -hmm. going on Mm -hmm. in here Mm
1: -hmm. you
0: have to look within absolutely things that you need to overcome when did you come to that realization that that was an important
1: part so actually I have been a business consultant for 16 years now and a life coach for 15 years. And the reason I became a life coach was because I saw my clients who were amazing. They were making bridal veils and starting custom uh, wooden box businesses and lawn care and they would not, sell and they would not push themselves out there and i'm like what is happening you're amazing at what you do but i realized then it was their beliefs and i was like i gotta do something to help folks so i became a life coach right after that actually a certified christian life coach because i love Jesus and I'm not ashamed to say it. Um, and I find that there's more power in the word to help people. And so that was really how I got into it. I knew people could do it, but I couldn't find what the missing piece was of why they weren't doing it. And so that's how I became a coach to really help them identify the areas they were, had been stuck in and strategies to really help them get out of that stuff. Now I don't claim to be anybody's therapist. I don't play one on TV, but I know enough to help you identify what's going on in your head and give you strategies to move forward. Like you said, you're the person when they get in a certain spot, you ready? So I would send them to you because I tell people, I help you create the foundation. And -hmm. if your foundation is faulty, your business is going to fall sooner or later. And I would rather help you create a steady, firm foundation so that you can do the best that you can uh, with your business.
0: Oh, yes. I love that. You help them create a strong foundation. You give them the mm-hmm. ability to release those limiting beliefs mm-hmm. and step into the fullness of their calling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that I had to when I started to get into business coaching in, in that mm-hmm. realm. When I was navigating that space and kind of determining where I fit in in mm-hmm. that in that construct, I realized that um, I was feeling frustrated dealing with people mm-hmm. that I could see their greatness mm-hmm. I could see the, the mm-hmm. beauty of their product I mm-hmm. could see it but they couldn't see it in themselves mm-hmm. and I felt like I was playing tug of war with someone else's mindset and I'm just like okay this isn't what I'm called to do <laughs> Half the battle is identifying what you were supposed to do in life, yeah. right? Yeah. So I started to realize, okay, I I am called to deal with a person that uh, that is at a certain level because mm-hmm. I recognize that that determined a certain level of patience. Mm-hmm. I think where I'm like, this is what we need to do. Let's get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I love that you realize that you were the foundational person that you helped invite these women into stepping in their calling mm-hmm. and and ushering them um mm-hmm. uh, in a spirit-led way too i love mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. so do you typically attract qu- christian women since that's what you are yeah
1: i do i do and it's not a purpose because yeah. none of my marketing really says it but that is what i do um, probably 85, 90% of the clients that I work with have a uh, background where we are similar faiths. So, yeah. yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, I love that. So what do you think is the favorite aspect of, of your consulting? What do you just absolutely mm-hmm. love about it?
1: I love when a client is willing to go with me on the journey. And mm-hmm. my, my favorite part by far is when they get it. Yes. Like when they confirm that the thing that they believed was true is true and they're like oh now I can do it and that's 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 the most beautiful part to me because like you said you see their greatness yeah it is about them actually seeing their greatness and them actually believing and moving in that so that's that's my favorite thing
0: Mm, Um, when they
1: get
0: it and the same for me but with um like in the conference setting when And see where you're teaching Mm -hmm. and you're playing something Mm -hmm. and just watching the light bulb where -hmm. they go from one level of consciousness where they didn't realize this thing and now they get it and you can see Mm -hmm. all the kind of chips falling and it was just Mm -hmm. that missing link. Yeah. I live for that. It's so good.
1: That is, and it's such an honor to be trusted with that. Oh, yeah. And I, I think, I don't know that people really understand anybody could be chosen, but the fact that I would be chosen and given this to help somebody change the trajectory of their family bloodline. You got somebody who makes cupcakes and they just need me to come in and help them get it up to another place where they're selling their cupcakes and they're making money to do the things. Now their kids see it and their family see it and now they're changed. That is huge. That That's an honor that I don't take lightly.
0: Oh my gosh, it's so good. And there's times that I stop and I give glory to God for the calling. I, I feel mm-hmm. like that's kind of ingrained in almost every prayer I say here on the podcast because I don't take it lightly. Mm-hmm. To have been chosen mm-hmm. to, I give gratitude for recognizing the purpose, because a lot of people miss the mark. I recognize that that's a part of the journey, too. Mm -hmm. And having the bravery to step in it. Yes. Because I can see something from a distance, Mm -hmm. but I can also let fear creep in and keep me from stepping into it. And it never stops when you go from level one to level two to level three to level 58. Each level has fear that you have to walk through to get to the next level.
1: Yes. Whether
0: you're fearful, stepping on the stage, talking to 10 people, you're going to feel that same feeling when you're stepping in, in front of 50 and Mm -hmm. a thousand, Mm -hmm. but you have to continue Mm -hmm. to level up your spirit, level Mm -hmm. up your Mm -hmm. appreciation for the territory that you have been blessed with
1: and And challenge and yourself. Right, like that's where a lot of that comes from. I heard a a pastor say the other day that courage is a choice, and so when you feel the fear, you can, you know, do whatever it is, but you get to have the choice to say, I'm going to move in this and I'm going to honor my creator. Yeah, this is scary. And I don't really know how it's going to work out, but I know he's always been with me. He's never left me. And if I fall, he'll pick me up, but I'm going to make the choice to do this. And I'm actually going to honor my own desires, right? Because we have those, we forget about them, but we have them and they're important to fuel us and push us forward as well. So it is about honoring the creator, but it's also about honoring self in the journey through life.
0: My God, let's share this. We could end the podcast right here.
1: Okay. All well, <laughs> right, girl. We ended right here to you. <laughs> and you
0: will have dropped so many gems. That is so wonderful. So you have been doing all of this. So you said that you were an entrepreneur for 10 years. So was there a six-year window where you were using your gifts to support someone else's business? And then you stepped yes. away and invested yes. in yourself? Okay. Yes. So very yes. good. Yes. So tell us the name of your company so people know how to find you.
1: Yeah, so I'm mycoachshar.com. Um, so it's mycoachshar, that's me. And uh, you can click on there and and go find me. I'm an author, speaker, coach, consultant, and just all the things. So I'd love to connect with folks. And that is how you can find me, where you can find me.
0: I love it. So what is the mission? What are your guys' core values for your consulting firm
1: yeah so honesty is one of our core values i think being honest with people and and letting them know this is what i see this is what i hear Um, another core value is joy because we don't have enough of that and when Mm -hmm. people are starting a business they ought to have a little bit of that compassion for who people are i've worked with people and they've been really rude because they didn't think that people could start a business or not That's not necessarily my job. My job is to take what you have and see how we can start this business. And so compassion for people in that space, understanding it is a scary space and it will take courage, but being able to um, do, to be a place of refuge. And I always tell people, I'll be your safe space for you while you launch this business. So those are three of our core values.
0: Oh, that's so good. I love that. And I can see that in you. I can see... Listen, if you were, if I was starting from ground zero, you'd be my woman. Because I think I, I feel like you would hold my hand and you yes. would guide me right to the promised land with grace and with dignity, and in a non-judgmental space. I'd be like, "Come on here, Miss Shanisa, let's get after it." Oh my hold God! My hand, so rub, my, rub my back. Tell me yes. it'll be okay.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely, and I would, and I would. <laughs>
0: That's so good. So tell me, how do you stay motivated Mm. and resilient in the face of setbacks? Now, I want you to think about that, and we are going to pause for our commercial break. But when we come back in one minute, I want you to tell me how you stay resilient. And you guys, give us 60 seconds, and we'll be right
1: back. All right.
0: hello my friends thank you so much for watching the podcast but i wanted to take a second and introduce you guys to our newest sponsor they are the harvester of healing they are holistic well-being brand so they are a grief recovery um, specialists and they help you navigate through life's losses beyond conventional medicine okay they are committed to the survivors through a program called assist they help you explore energy healing and spiritual services and wellness products they also have a 15 acre sustainable farm on hip camp for a very unique experience. So if you are interested in receiving some healing and harmonizing your body and your mind and your spirit, I highly recommend that you check out Harvester of Healing. You can find them at harvesterofhealing.com. Now back to the show. Thank you for watching. All right, my friends, and thank you to Harvester of Healing for sponsoring this podcast. So back to you, Mr. Janissa, how do you remain resilient and motivated?
1: Well, uh, when, I, when you say resilient, the thing that I was thinking about is the definition of resilient is to recoil and bounce back. Yes, And so I think that really is the piece of it is I'm able to bounce back because there's something in me that will not let me stay in that pit. Mm. And I think we all have that if we listen to it. Sometimes it's a really, really small thought or a really, really small voice. But there's something in me that says greater is yours. But you get to make the choice if you're going to get up or stay here. Either one you can do. The choice is yours. But I feel like there's something more I'm supposed to leave my children and my children's children. And there are some things that I'm just supposed to do that even though I may be down, I'm not out. And as long as I'm not out, I can get up and I can get it done. And so those are the things that really motivate me. I look at things and ask myself, are you where you wanna be? Are you where God said you can be? If the answer is no, that I can get back up from that and he will help me and I can do the work and move forward.
0: Oh my goodness. I'm just gonna sit in that for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> can do that that was so profound and it resonates with me so much because i haven't i haven't heard how i feel about the legacy i want to leave my daughters articulated like that and i haven't even been able to put my finger on what it is that i have inside of me that will not allow me to be mediocre that will not allow me to just lay down and stay down mm-hmm. until right now mm-hmm. when you spoke it so eloquently and it spoke directly to my soul because that's exactly how I feel about my daughters. Mm-hmm. I want to make generational change because mm-hmm. I've seen it done. Mm-hmm. I know that it's possible.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It is just whether that person decide To Mm -hmm. let the obstacles Mm -hmm. determine their trajectory, set them back, to Mm -hmm. stay bound by the setback, Mm -hmm. let it define how the rest of their journey was going to be, or whether they were going to learn from it and grow and Mm -hmm. pick themselves back up and Mm -hmm. move forward. Mm -hmm. That Mm -hmm. right there. Mm -hmm. I have never heard it said like that. And that was so beautiful. And I thank you for that. Thank you. I'm, I can tell you right now, I'm going to be fighting back tears on this podcast episode because you are, I don't know another word for it, sensational. <laughs> well,
1: thank you. Thank you very much.
0: Yeah. And wise, it just embodies such wisdom. I thank you for, for being here with me today. This is certainly blessing me. I know that it's going to bless the viewers' lives and the listeners' lives because this is amazing. So how do you define success on your mm. journey? What does that look like for you?
1: Success for me on this journey means I don't give up. And I know that sounds, it's, there's a point. Every time you accomplish something, there's something else. I was published in one book, then I was published in another book, then I was published in another book. But success is continuing to move forward and complete the plans God has for you through this life. So success is not one point. It isn't becoming a multimillionaire or becoming, you know, a this or that. It is continu- continual, consistent. A success for me is being a good mom which is different when my children were younger than they are at 18 and 21 and when they have grandchildren. A success is being able to deliver the word of God in the way that he desires for me to. Success is being a good spouse, a good daughter, a helper, a community member. It's a multiple things. And I don't think they they for me, they're more character driven, mm. that I don't hurt anybody, that I don't Um, misuse God's word or his spirit to hurt anybody or manipulate anybody that I'm not cruel and evil and really just malicious out in these coaching streets. Cause let me be clear. You got some people that ain't doing the right thing in these coaching streets. I said earlier, I was responsible and grateful to be called. And so that is a success for me. So I think it's more innate and more character than it is outwardly appearances of material things. And don't get me wrong. Those are great. But to me, having lived a life and been a success means I am a good God representer a Christ representation on this earth. And I've done what I was supposed to do throughout my life.
0: Oh, that's so good. It's multifaceted.
1: It is, it's yes. not
0: just one thought, one direction, mm-hmm. one aspect of your life. It's all encompassing. And I Ooh. love that because mm-hmm. my I used to think about My degree of success, when I was just thinking on a very materialistic realm, what that looks like, because that's where we typically go to Mm -hmm. measuring success by the things we can afford, Mm -hmm. I would say that, and even to this day, I think I want to be able to own a jet someday. But what does that actually mean? Mm-hmm. That means that I want to be able to afford a life to where I don't have to struggle and my children don't have to struggle and they have to be subjected to any type of treatment in order just to be able to pay their bills. Mm-hmm. I want to leave that type of legacy. I want mm-hmm. to leave a legacy of knowledge mm-hmm. so they understand how to continue to fertilize the money tree mm-hmm. so that they don't have to make decisions between you know light bill or food. Yep. You see what I'm saying? the, yep. the- and the things that we have endured throughout our life and how we have gotten from point A to point B and how that feels and how anxiety inducing it is and everything that it encompasses in life. That's what I'm working to make sure that my daughters don't have that same type of struggle to where they are so hyper focused on how they're going to make it that they can't even worry about how to be a good person, mm-hmm. how to be the best version of themselves. How mm-hmm. to have a moment of silence to yeah. where they can listen to what they are actually called to do.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a success to me. And, and the part that you didn't mention, but it's true, is the way that you help people. Like in integrity and an in honesty and transparency. And so those are some of the things that you also leave. Yes, you leave legacy for your children, but a legacy apart from that is as a business owner. One who's, who's Christ-like in their decision-making and in their conduct, which helps others become successful. Mm. And so that's something too that you can add to your legacy, to your success portfolio.
0: Wow. I feel like I'm getting coached here. This is fantastic. (laughs) This is fantastic. So let me ask you a question there. So what kind of strategies have you developed over time um, Mm. to help Build a strong foundation for your personal company and then sewing that into your clients.
1: I think one of them, and it's probably going to sound, I don't know, some kind of way, but it's prayer. And I I know that may not be a strategy for a lot of people, but there are so many things that I get when I'm quiet and I listen that I really tell my clients, listen, I know this is what you say. This is what I think. This is what I believe. But let's take it to prayer. Mm. Another. Let let's let's go in prayer. Let's just make sure there's the right road, there's the right way, yeah. and then we can go from there. So that's one of the strategies. Another is researching. Um, I'm kind of a, one of those geeky people that researches lots of stuff. Yeah, I mean just just I tell people when I. <laughs> My head should be twice the size that it is just from all the information that's in there. So that's one of the things that I've learned in my life to research different things, whether it's the competition or whether it's the trends in the industry. But having my clients be aware yes. of what's out there and what's happening is also something that in my personal business, I I uh, help them with. And then finding a mentor. And these may or may not be the pillars. That you spoke of but finding someone who has gone ahead of you Mm. that has made and done what you want to do and being able to access them to say hey i've got this what do you think about this that is invaluable And so those are just three that i have used and i share with my clients to use
0: you know it was funny i didn't realize how fundamental mentorship was Mm -hmm. until I got to a point in my cognitive ability where the people around me, I couldn't talk to them about the things mm-hmm. that I needed help with. What you you know what I mean? Like you mm-hmm. get to a point where mm-hmm. you're like, I can ask them this question. They're gonna have no idea what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. So what do you do? You take to Google, you take to YouTube, you consume mm-hmm. content, mm-hmm. but there's something magical. I have this woman who I consider my mentor, absolutely amazing, God-fearing woman. Mm-hmm. She has built um Um, just a multi multi multi-million dollar construction company Mm -hmm. and is so delightful and so funny she's an older woman i would say and is probably mm, in her 50s but she has not altered who she is in any way Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. i kind of had this view of you have to be a certain level of posh and stern mm-hmm. and stoic to get from one level to, mm-hmm. to operating. And to see this woman laughing, she invited me to a gala and she's laughing and she's enjoying herself and she's completely 100% secure in her skin. But I could call that woman and ask her about any business question there is, so a book that she recommends I read, and she's giving me information that's mm-hmm. valuable. She's giving me names of people I need to contact. She's there. And she's mm-hmm. reliable and she's mm-hmm. amazing. Mm-hmm. So it was not until probably in the last couple of years, I realized how powerful and how valuable mentorships mm-hmm. are mm-hmm. tapping in to women that are a step above you, mm-hmm. many steps above mm-hmm. you to say, hey, this is, this is some things that I noticed or just to answer your question, just to give mm-hmm. you feedback or mm-hmm. to help you on whatever you're inquiring about. Mm-hmm. So important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree.
1: Absolutely.
0: Yes. Oh, you're fantastic.
1: Thank you. You are too.
0: (laughs) So tell me, so with your business, what is one of the visions that you have for your future?
1: So one of the things I get a lot of, and this is business plan, write your business plan month is having a workshop where every month I'm teaching people to write their own business plans. A lot of times the process and you know, this can be daunting for folks. I find and I taught one over the summer that if I can help people understand the process, then they can understand their business better. And so one of my big goals for 2024 is to have a class every month. It's only a four week class, but it helps people create it in a safe space and sometimes not at the cost as if I were to write it myself. But it also helps me with my goal of teaching People about business ownership because I take it apart and help them understand the processes and the systems and things they need in place by teaching this business plan class. Oh, that's so good. And <laughs> you
0: have a you have an option for people. You guys text business plan help mm-hmm. to seven. 347191194. If you mm-hmm. want to get this is a freebie you have right that you put coming soon. So if I you want to get that freebie, tell us about what that's gonna encompass.
1: So the freebie really gives you the a workbook that helps you think through the process of actually starting a business. I think a lot of times people have an idea, but when it comes to the detail of how to put that together, how to push that out, they don't have that. So this checklist freebie is going to help walk you through some of the questions that you need to have answered before you move forward in your business. They're going to help you prepare to write your business plan and help you just understand, Oh, I didn't know this. What do I need to know? So that's a checklist.
0: I love it. I'm a, my my first book I released was called Entrepreneur's Checklist, and mm-hmm. I've got a checklist in the back of all the little fundamental things I need to do. Yeah, so I, I love a checklist, and I think it for me I'm a progress person, right? So I'm growth mm-hmm. mindset. So I there's just something so gratified about done. Like I have a checklist for every day of the week got that done and it's funny because I have like three main things that I need to get done and everything else I kind of consider extra like oh I'm winning when I get Mm -hmm. to this part of the checklist Mm -hmm. now we're just killing the game when we get to this part right (laughs) but I've got those three core things that I need to check so I absolutely love a checklist you guys if you are developing a business or you have a concept that you want to make a tangible thing you want to have that progress in your hands you want to also remain accountable that that piece of it is very uh impactful yeah. to your journey of saying oh I've only gotten to you know number five when mm-hmm. I wanted my goal to get to be to number seven or number ten this week mm-hmm. I remind you of the things that you need to do so mm-hmm. instead of maybe turning on Netflix you will get to work on your business plan right so I yeah. I absolutely love it. You are so wonderful. So listen, it's thirty minutes already. Mm Thirty minutes gone by. This was—I could not have asked for a better end to this season. This was phenomenal. You are phenomenal. It is so amazing to have like seen you and loved you for a distance. Now I love you even more. I didn't think that was possible,
1: but I'm happy to do that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we have come to the point of our podcast where we pray and this is the prayer disclaimer for everybody we, we, we pray to give thanks for our abundance so Ms. said you are going to close us out you are going to close out season one right. of Thriving Together so this is, this is a wonderful moment <laughs> one season down we will be back in January my friends You ready to
1: close it out? I am. And thank you so much for having me here. I certainly do appreciate it.
0: Oh, I appreciate you. Thank you so much.
1: You're welcome. Well, Father, we just bless your great and holy name today. We thank you for allowing us to come together. We thank you for the gifts and talents that you've placed in our hand. We thank you for your precious, sweet Holy Ghost that dwells in us. Father, we thank you for all the things that you've done for our clients that we've served and for our clients that are yet to come. We thank you for the business ideas. And the business that you have given us, we thank you that you allow us to steward it well, to serve well, and just to continue to grow. Now, Lord, we just ask that you will continue to bless us, bless those that come in contact with us, whether they use our services or not. Let your spirit and your love that is within us pour out to them so that they may leave us better than they came. Lord, we thank you for what you have done for us. And we thank you for exceedingly, abundantly, greatly blessed, 2024. It's in the matchless name of Jesus that I do pray and say amen. Amen.
0: Amen. amen. Yes, for your business plan, text business plan help to 734 719 1194. It has been such a pleasure. Put her our website up there one more time. Could you spell that out for the Spotify listeners for Sharonisa? Sure,
1: Absolutely. So it's www dot m y c o a c h c h a r dot com so it's mycoachshar.com.
0: i love it thank you so much and thank you everyone for watching thriving together with alexandra Nicole. this is The last episode of season one. I love you. I love you, Ms. Shanisa. Thank you so much for spending time with me. You have blessed my life. (laughs) I know you have blessed the listeners. You have a blessed rest of your day. And everybody, I love you.
1: Bye.